Thank you for your giving this evening. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to the book of John, chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water, was made well of whatever disease he had. The moving of the water, waiting for the moving of the water, waiting for a stirring. And verse 3 lists three specific types of people, blind lame, paralyzed, blind, that is blind, mentally blind, lame or halt, as the King James Version reads, is lame or deprived of a foot, maimed, paralyzed or withered, as the King James Version reads, dry, of members of the body deprived of their natural juices, shrunk, wasted, withered. Now the text tells us that these people, this great multitude, knew their condition. How so? Well, the Bible tells us that they were waiting. They were waiting for the moving of the water, waiting for a stirring. The text reads, There is in Jerusalem by the sheep's gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. They were looking, they were waiting, they were expecting. They knew that the waters would be stirred. J.B. Phillips' New Testament reads, They used to wait there for the moving of the water, for at certain times an angel used to come down into the pool and disturb the water. And then the first person who stepped into the water after the disturbance would be healed of whatever he was suffering from. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying to us tonight, when heaven disturbs the water, step in. When heaven disturbs the water, disrupts the water, step in. But in order to step in when heaven disturbs the water, we have to be where the water is. In order to step in when heaven disrupts the water, we have to be in the place of waiting. 
And when heaven disrupts the water, we have to move. John 5, verse 4, an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Whatever he was suffering from, whatever she was suffering from. Now concerning the text, when the water was stirred, whoever stepped in first was made well. I mean, can you imagine the scene? Can you imagine the scene when the water was stirred? Can you imagine the desperation? Can you imagine the push for the water? All those waiting for heaven to disrupt the water. All those looking, all those waiting, all those expecting. Can you imagine the longing and the yearning? They knew that they had to be first. I wonder if we could adopt this mentality. Not that it's a competition, no. But imagine if we were a looking people, a waiting people, an expecting people, waiting in the right place, waiting on heaven, waiting on heaven's disruption. I wonder if the people waiting for the moving of the water ever took their eyes off the water. I wonder if they pushed off sleep and fought off sleep until they couldn't keep their eyes open any longer. I can't miss it. I won't miss it. The people so desperate for a happening, expectant, knowing that heaven would come. They knew how desperately they needed the moving of the water. Whether we know it or not, we so desperately need the moving of the water. Even if we are well, even if we aren't blind, even if we aren't lame, even if we aren't paralyzed, I want to encourage us all here tonight to never lose the looking, never lose the waiting. Never lose the expecting. Don't fall to slumber and miss it out. And miss out on what the Lord wants to do. Never lose the looking, the waiting, the expecting. Verse 3 lists three specific types of people, as I've already mentioned. Blind, lame, paralyzed. Again, those definitions... Blind, mentally blind, lame or halt as the King James Version reads, that is, lame or deprived of a foot or maimed, paralyzed or withered as the King James Version reads, is dry of members of the body deprived of their natural juices, shrunk, wasted, withered. Perhaps there are blind areas. Perhaps there are lame areas. 
perhaps there is paralysis. I wonder tonight if there's anybody here that's paralyzed by fear. I wonder if there's anyone here tonight and faith has dried up, it's shrunk, it's withered. Dreams that have dried up, that have shrunk, that have withered. Vision that has dried up, shrunk, and withered. Any blind sacrifices? Any lame sacrifices? Listen to Malachi 1.8, And when you offer the blind as a sacrifice, is it not evil? And when you offer the lame and sick, is it not evil? Offer it then to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? Would he accept you favorably, says the Lord of hosts. Deuteronomy 5.21, if there is a defect in it, if it is lame or blind or has any serious defect, you shall not sacrifice it to the Lord your God. Back to our main text, John 5, 1-4. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first, after the stirring of the water, was made well of whatever disease he had. The Bible says it was a pool. And if you look it up, the outline of biblical usage is a place for diving, a place for swimming, a place or a reservoir or a pool for bathing, a place for diving, a swimming hole, a reservoir or pool for bathing. The word Bethesda is a house of mercy or flowing water. The name of a pool near the Sheep Gate at Jerusalem, whose waters had curative power. And here's what I want to say. This is a place for diving. This is a place for swimming. This is a place for bathing. A place for diving. This is a place for going deep. A place for leaving the surface, for leaving surface things behind, surface relationship, superficial things. This is a place for diving, going deeper. This is a place for swimming. As the Bible says, waters to swim in. And this is a place for bathing, for washing, and for cleansing. The water is for the blind and the lame and the paralyzed. And the water is for diving, for swimming, and for bathing. The reality is that we all need the water. We all need the moving of the water no matter who we are here tonight. Whether we are lame, blind, paralyzed, 
struck with infirmity. Or we're here tonight and there's blind areas or lame areas, paralyzed areas. We need the moving of the water if we're here tonight and we're paralyzed by fear. We need the moving of the water if our dreams have dried up and withered. If the dream of God for us, for our life, for this generation has dried up and withered. If vision has dried up and withered, we need the moving of the water. And we can't lose the looking. We can't lose the waiting. We can't lose the expecting. We have to remain a people that look and wait and expect. You're right. If you say, well, concerning the pool of Bethesda, when the water was stirred, whoever stepped in first had the encounter. But I'd like to highlight the positive concerning this and say that it was a personal encounter. It was a personal encounter with the moving of the water. We come in, and yeah, we're blessed corporately, but listen, we need to look as an individual. We need to wait as an individual. We need to expect as an individual. And when the water is stirred, we need to move as an individual. We have to be committed to step in when the water is stirred, when there is a heavenly disruption. And the truth is, when the water is stirred, not all step in. Not everybody who is lame steps in. Not everybody who is blind steps in. Not everybody who is paralyzed. Not everybody who has blind areas steps in when the water is stirred. Not everybody who has lame areas or paralyzed areas steps in when the water is stirred. This water that has curative powers. The truth is, when the water is stirred, not all step in. But let us first concern ourselves with ourselves. Can we receive that tonight? Let us first concern ourselves with ourselves. Let's make sure that we are looking. Let's make sure that we are waiting. Let's make sure that we are expecting. Let's make sure that we are stepping in. Let's make sure we are diving and swimming and bathing. And this is the truth. Sometimes we get so focused on what other people aren't doing. When our first responsibility is to look after ourselves, our first concern let us first concern ourselves with ourselves. Sometimes we get so focused on what other people aren't doing. They aren't looking. They aren't waiting. They aren't expecting. They aren't stepping in. They aren't diving, swimming, bathing. And I'd say to all of us here tonight, let's not get caught up with what other people aren't doing. Yes, 
We pray for them. We hope for them. We exhort and we encourage them. But we all know that dwelling on what people aren't doing, we all know what it can do to us. We all know what it can do inside of us. We all know how it can grip us, how it can paralyze us. We all know what it can do to us. And I believe that the enemy would use that, that we're always looking at other people, what they're not doing. We're always pointing a finger. All our conversations are just full of complaint about what other people aren't doing, about what a generation isn't doing, about what a young adult isn't doing, about what a youth isn't doing, about what an adult isn't doing, whatever it might be. But let us first concern ourselves with ourselves. And don't allow what other people aren't doing to affect you, to affect your looking and waiting and expecting and stepping in and diving and swimming and bathing. You know, in the natural, it's nice to sit by a pool. How many of you agree with that tonight? There's some haters in the house, it's all right. In the natural, it might be nice to sit by a pool. In the natural, we might like still water. No kids running around, splashing, making a bunch of noise, especially when we're on vacation. But I pray that this will never be the case in the spiritual. That we don't want still water, that we are not content with still water, that we are looking, we're a looking people, we're a waiting people, we're an expecting people. We're a people ready for the disruption. We're a people that can't take our eyes off the water, that won't take our eyes off the water because we can't miss it and we won't miss it. There's too many people that are content to miss it. They're okay with it. It'll come again. Let's not take our eyes off the water. I really just want to encourage us all tonight to never lose the looking and never lose the waiting and never lose the expecting. I want to encourage every person here tonight to keep stepping in. I want to encourage every person here tonight to keep diving and swimming and bathing. You know, thank the Lord for waters that have curative powers. You know, concerning the pool of Bethesda, the reality is that when the water was stirred, whoever stepped in first had the encounter. But I'd like to say to all of us here tonight that a greater pool has come. And it is no longer one person that receives the encounter at the moving of the water. Yes, the encounter remains. Please hear me tonight. The, re- the encounter remains for those who are waiting, for those who are looking, for those who are expecting for those who never take their eyes off the water. But the reality is that every single one of us can come into the place, in this place, when the Lord stirs the water, when the waters are stirred, every single one of us can get in. Every single one of us can receive what we need to receive. But we need to step in. We need to press in. The encounter remains for those who step in. We can have the worship team return.
I feel to ask tonight, and in a way it's already been asked, are there blind areas? Are there lame areas? Any paralyzed areas? If so, step in tonight. Do we need cleansing? Do we need washing? Step in. Are we longing for something deeper? Step in. Are there paralyzed areas? I really feel that one. Faith that isn't withered, that's dried up. Dreams that have withered, that have dried up. Vision that has withered and dried up. Are we paralyzed by fear? I do believe waiting brings a stirring. I do believe expectation brings a stirring. I definitely believe in the curative waters. And I trust that you do as well. Let's stand tonight. Lord, I pray that you would make us a people that understand how desperately we need the moving of the water. Lord, I pray that you would make this group a group of young adults, a group of people that are looking. Lord, even though we're repeating ourselves tonight, that we are awaiting people, and that can mean so many things, God. That we are a people that are expecting. If anything, Lord, I pray that we would leave this place with a new sense of expectancy, a new spirit of expectancy, Lord, a new fire of expectancy inside of us, that we wouldn't don these doors without expectancy, but Lord, we would be expecting because you want to move in our midst. You are stirring the waters. The waters are stirred by heaven. Lord, are people ready for a heavenly disruption in the earth? Longing and waiting and looking. And Lord, let us be those, God, that when the water is stirred, when the water is moved, that we are those that step in. And Lord, I pray that we would be a people that forever desire to dive, dive deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into your presence, into the reality of who you are, into the mystery of Christ. A people are crying out for a deeper depth, always a deeper depth, a new experience in you, a new experience in relationship with you and in intimacy with you, a new experience in the kingdom of God. 
I pray, Lord, that we would be a people that swim in the waters. Waters that have to be swam in. And God, we would be a people that continually come to the waters for cleansing and bathing, oh God, for washing. Lord, that we would continually keep ourselves pure and keep ourselves clean as we, as we rely on the moving of the water to cleanse our lives. And Lord, I pray for every person here tonight. If there's anybody here tonight that's paralyzed by fear, I pray, Lord, that even now, God, as the waters are moved, as you're moving the waters, Lord, that they would step in. And God, the curative powers would take away the paralysis. Fear no longer. Paralyzed by fear no longer. I pray tonight, Lord, there are any of us here and our faith is withered and dried up that even as the waters are moved upon right now Lord we would step in God and Lord faith would begin to rise in us once again faith would begin to burn in our eyes once again Lord and burn in our lives once again Without faith, it is impossible to please you but Lord I pray that we would be a people that believe a people that are a believing people oh God and I pray tonight, Lord, if there are any of us here tonight and our dreams have dried up and withered, God, you are the one that restores these things. You are the one that can heal these things, Lord. God, you bring these dead dreams back to life. You bring dead vision back to life. But Lord, we need to step in. We need to step in. And I believe you're calling us tonight as a generation, Lord. You're calling us to step in at the moving of the water. So, Lord, speak to our hearts right now. God, would you reveal those things that maybe we don't even realize? Would you reveal those things that maybe we don't even see? Those blind, lame, and paralyzed areas. And would you lead us, God? Thank you, Jesus.